No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. This episode of the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast is brought to you by the Mech Tech Store. Hats, shirts, and more for mech fans everywhere. www.mechtech.net forward slash forums forward slash store for more details. Also brought to you by the Sunder Junkie Sunder 2 Mission Play Server in Mech Warrior 4 Mercs. www.sunderjunkies.com for more information. Hey, Mech Jock. Are you training for MWO? Are you looking for something more than that same old team battle all the time? If so, then check out the Sunder 2 Mission Play Server on MechMatch. But hang on tight, big boy, because you'll be going up against the most experienced pilots around. Give it a try. You won't regret it. Brought to you by the Sunder Junkies and the MechTech MechWarrior 4 Mercs 3.1 free release. Tell them Nano sent you. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast number 27. My name is Phil, and I'll be your host. It is May 3rd, 2012, and my shout-out is going to go to the iPhone. It's awesome. I love it. And whatever, everyone's haters out there, whatever. I love it. Shut up. So are you an app-downloading addict now? It's just so easy to use. I'm just saying. We'll get into that another time. Who do you have tonight? Uh, This is Darren, also known as Bombadil. Uh, My shout-outs tonight go to my family, my crew in World of Tanks, Rust Bucket Warriors, and also, again, our international listeners. Hey, everybody. All right, Brandon. Who do you have tonight? Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Catra Kell, and tonight I'm going to give a shout-out to my friends, my family, and of course all of the people in Aces, and all 96 of you listening in the live audience. Whoa! Yeah, 90, 90, and it's growing, there's more and more, and uh, I love how your guys' shout-outs, they keep getting longer, like, I'm like, oh, the iPhone, you guys are like... (laughs) I'd like to thank all the small people out there. You've done so much in my life. And Except the just, Academy Awards. And yeah, and, and to Bob and, and Sally. And All right, guys. Obviously, I'd like to welcome all of our new listeners. Thank you for tuning in and listening and supporting us. And uh, hopefully uh, you guys enjoy the content of today's show. So, Darren, kick it off. And now for the news. Today's news is brought to you by the Grey Death Legion. The GDL sends greetings to all mercenaries seeking employment. We're a group-oriented mercenary corp who focuses on having fun first and enjoying the game together as a tight-knit unit of friends. We play hard and train harder, and if you'd like to be a part of the Legion, please check out our forums at gdlmercs.forumotion.com. That's gdlmercs.forumotion.com. 
If you'd like to get a unit sponsorship or recruitment ad, go ahead and head to our website, nogutsnogalaxy.net. Make a donation of any amount and email me, bombadil at nogutsnogalaxy.net, with your recruitment message, and we'll get it in here at the beginning. Also, a reminder that if you have a unit and you're not yet on our outreach NGNG TS3 server, hop on to the server. The info is on our website again, and talk to Phil, Alex, or myself, and we can get you set up with your own uh, room. You can set up your own channels, everything. It's free TeamSpeak. Come join the fun. Yeah, and with that, I've been working my ass off, uh, so I haven't been on that much. That being said, send me an email. Let me know you're trying to get a hold of me, and we will, you know, I'll get back to you and, and get you set up. So um, if I'm not online, because I won't be a lot, um, I'll do it when I can. So I'm usually on for at least an hour a night. So Does that mean up. that you don't want Alex and I handling this? I mean, last time Alex did it, I mean, <laughs> just throw that out there, all right? Um, but no, it, it, anyone with a server uh, admin or who knows what they can, can do it. But uh, if you see me um, or if you just want to send me an email. Yep, yep. So international listeners this week, not a lot of change, uh, but there is a new number five spot. Portugal moved in and uh, booted Finland out. So bye-bye, Finland. Uh, number four, Germany. Number three, Australia. Number two, Canada. And number one, Italy. Italy's holding number one spot again. Dude, you know what's crazy is I don't... I wonder where this comes from. We haven't met anyone who's from Italy on here. like That we know of. They're hiding. I don't know. Where's the pizza? That's all I'm saying. True that. This week's community spotlight is our very own Phil, Sean Lang. Um, basically, for those of you that don't know, and probably most of you don't, uh, No Guts, No Galaxy recently purchased Phil a, uh, a miniature uh, Stormcrow for all of his work and dedication to the uh, BattleTech and Mech Warrior community, and specifically to his contributions to Mech Warrior on uh, Living Legends. I'm sorry, which of course was the designing of the Stormcrow. So, if you would like to see a picture of this uh, this miniature that we sent him, can uh, Brandon? Can you post that in the? No, I, I thank you. Did. Um, that was, again, done by uh, Brandenburg Hobbies, a uh, guest that we had on our show a few weeks back. Um, so I just want to say a big thank you, Phil, for everything that uh, you've done for this community. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I was actually, to sort of give some feedback, Darren was like, hey, what's your address? Do you still live at that place? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay. And I was like, well, what for? He was like, yeah, just surprise. So, <laughs> and when I got it, as soon as I saw... Brandenburg I knew what it was I just didn't know exactly what he did so thank you guys appreciate it it's sitting right here on my desk actually uh I've taken a few pictures with my iPhone so I appreciate it rock on it's my first miniature (laughs) a tear if you have a community spotlight uh either something that you have or have done yourself or if you know anybody else that has something that uh, you think we would like to feature on the show, go ahead and send an email to spotlight at nogutsnogalaxy.net and we'll hopefully get it on here. Also, for any of you that are playing tabletop or some kind of group activity, Battletech, MechWarrior related in your town and you want to have uh, more people show up, go ahead and send us an email. Again, that can be myself or Phil. Uh, he'll forward stuff to me. Um, and we will advertise your game on here for free. Uh, we want to build the community, get people interacting. Um, and this actually, I was talking to somebody earlier, and a, a, a little light bulb went on. Maybe um, 
someday soon in the future we can start our own little mini con wouldn't it be fun to have a, an ngng mini con phil hell yeah and especially with tactics coming out hopefully we can host something that you know but yeah mini con north carolina raleigh we're doing it <laughs> me this time just saying. that's right so more info on that is uh is i don't know whatever we progress yeah let's help us do it yeah oh also if you're playing these tabletop games uh, in your own town or with your group of friends take some pictures send them to us that is of course if you want to have your picture plastered all over the internet but uh we'd love to see you guys hanging out and getting together yeah preferably clothes on please i'm just gonna throw out there i mean that is our first preference yeah i learned in eve you gotta watch out for what you ask for just throwing that out there good point thank you Funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast, and your donations keep us on the air and pay for such things as hosting TeamSpeak 3, equipment, software, prizes, etc. And of course, most of you are aware of the current uh, funding project, which is commissioning artwork from Shimmering Sword. Um, Probably a lot of you have seen the Warhammer that he just finished recently. And of course, uh, you're familiar with the Marauder that he did a while back as well. Uh, We have two more um, mechs that are on the, basically in queue. That's the Archer and the Rifleman. So we're really excited about this. Um, Anthony has basically exceeded all uh, expectations as far as what these mechs would look like. Uh, Beautiful artwork amazing design and we're super excited about that so uh some of you have wanted to know you know what our current funding needs are this is what it is um we want to get two more of these mechs done and that's just a start um so you know we have we have a lot of projects planned down the road that we'd love to see happen and uh yeah so that's what it's going to we want to thank you for all of your support yeah, and with that, if you'll notice, the Warhammer has the Kellhounds. So, giving a shout out to the Kellhounds. The Marauder had the GDL. The Rifleman and the Archer will have specific hmm. uh, unit factions attached. So, leave your imaginations out there. And I would like to also throw out that, um, you know, help him out. Um, check out his DeviantArt uh, account, hit him up for commissions, put this guy to work. Uh, he's he's doing this. He's amazing, uh, and it doesn't have to be BattleTech related. But you know, we're always biased in that regard. So, anything MechWarrior BattleTech is always, you know, sex. So, all the small details he puts into his art, just beautiful. Like anybody the arrow noticed, to the knee. Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Like the, the arrow SRM. To the, knee. <laughs> the red laser. So back. awesome. Yeah, it's very very cool. Uh, as soon as I saw it, uh, I was I was blown away. And not to mention, you know, make sure you check out his deviant art. And I think he's got a link there also for um, his stream. He does live streams. He actually was doing it throughout the week. And uh, I gave a a broadcast on the TS3, and we had some people come down there and uh, take a look at it. So amazing work, Anthony. You're uh, You're great to work with. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the other creations. And uh, so there you have it. And uh, let's move on to our guest. Now, we've been you know sort of delayed here but i'd like to finally introduce you to george ledoux aka duncan fisher good to have you george hey it's good to be here guys yeah thank you sir sorry for the uh, technical difficulties we're having today but uh, hopefully this will proceed without any more interruptions um for those of you that want to check out his inf- information you can go to georgeledoux.com that's george l-e-d-o-u-x.com and uh george is 
I'm assuming, the owner and operator of uh, Voices in My Head Productions. You don't have anybody else you work with, do you? Uh, not as a co-op thing. Nope, nope, nope. I'm a, yeah. I'm a solo, solo guy. So he's been doing professional voice talent for almost 20 years now. Uh, he's done work for such names as the History Channel, the Discovery Channel, PBS, Goodyear Tires, Walmart, Hasbro Games, New York Hall of Science, and of course the games that uh, probably a lot of us are familiar with, MechWarrior 4, Thief, Deadly Shadows, uh, Playboy the Mansion, and boy did I play that a lot, um, Gettysburg <laughs> Armored Warfare, and EVE Online, and that's just a few. You've got a, a ton of titles under your belt. Um, so, yeah, you're a hardworking man, and uh, we're very lucky to have you here today. Thank you for joining us. Well, hey, thanks for inviting me. Um, I think I invited myself, actually. I think I talked to you guys first. No, we were, we were, we were on the same wavelength, because, yeah. like I said, we, we, we've been thinking about contacting you for weeks before that so it was uh we were on the same same wavelength there you did oh, yeah wow. you just so happened to you know beat us to the punch so <laughs> i think that was it okay whatever you guys want i'll go along with the gag <laughs> so i've uh i've likened you to basically the uh the the james earl jones of mech warrior the voice that everybody knows um, I'm sure you've heard some similar or, or funny comments as well oh, about dude, your. No, that that's not nearly as good. I, I like the one someone put up on uh, the MechWarrior online forums that <laughs> that George Ledoux or Duncan Fisher—that's what it is. Duncan Fisher is to MechWarrior what Chuck Norris is to the internet. I like that. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was hilarious. <laughs> that killed me. So the whole, uh, before we get into your other work, um, I will touch a little bit on the, of course, the MechWarrior 4 stuff that you're probably most well-known for amongst our audience here. Um, how did that all come about? How did the MechWarrior gig come about for you? Well, I had done uh, some stuff for that, uh, the developers, that was Cyberlore, and I had done some stuff for them uh, on some earlier games, um, and I did stuff the stuff for the Mech Warrior Black Knight expansion. I would think it was Colonel Lawhorn or Hawthorne. Jeez, it's been a while, sorry. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I was basically in their stable of uh, voice actors that they like to contact. Um, uh, and it went from there. I could give you more details. I don't know how much... Snowballed, right? <laughs> yeah. Snowballed. Has, has this phenomenon happened with any of your other voice over gigs? Yeah, in fact, it's uh, the other one that... Uh, people seem to know me the most for is this uh, game series that's called Majesty. And in fact, uh, a company in Sweden, Paradox Interactive, just picked it up again a couple of years ago and started making Majesty 2. In that game, basically, I'm like the guy that tells you how to play the game. The, the, but in the game, it's a, like a fantasy setting. So it's uh, I'm the royal advisor. I don't remember how it happened, but I ended up sounding like Sean Connery to do that voice. So <laughs> everybody, you know, identifies me with that as well. Although, you know, the, the MechWarrior community has is, is always been a lot more passionate about uh, their their games than the, the whole Majesty one. Yeah, you know we're just, a bunch of crazies. You know what I just did? I just saw your picture on the front of your website, George, and you know what I realized? You could be like Darren's dad. I mean, look at the beard. That's it. I'm going. I'm just. I'm, just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he didn't mean that in the way that it sounded. No, but I, I'm <laughs> pretty sure he did mean that because I've been listening to Phil and on on the podcast. And yeah, he, he he's he's a, a jerk. Guy. No, no, he's not a jerk. He's no, he's he is. Young... Point, 
He's a young guy. <laughs> I just point out the obvious, and it just hurts people's feelings. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, can we all do that, Phil? You yeah. have a beard. I have a beard. Yeah, it, obviously, you're my dad. Just throwing that out there. Anyways, um, maybe Phil can't grow a beard, Darren. That's the know, problem. You know, I look like I'm 12. It's okay. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask, actually, was uh, one of your recent endeavors for me- the MechWare community was MechWare Living Legends. Have you actually played MWL? Uh, no, I have not because I don't have the Crisis uh, game that you need to play it. Be- but I've looked you... at a ton of videos, especially the ones yeah. you guys have put up there. Um, I was you, totally you impressed me a few times on that one. Be like, oh, hello, Mad Kitty, and all that. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, now they know what I'm in. I gotta run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I remember the day they announced uh, that they were, they were hiring you for that, and... Uh, what a great day that was. I mean, I still play MechWarrior 4. Um, I've played it since it came out, so I'm, you know, your, your lines in that game are ingrained into my head. Um, good or bad? Good, I'll say. Um, sure your and, wife agrees. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I was... like Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally looking forward to the, to the MWLL uh, voices, and, you know, you, you, you did it again. Hit it out of the ballpark. Yeah, well, MWL... Uh, you know, that was fun. Yep. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that um, obviously I, I knew what was going on um, being a contributor and, and being on the inside. And man, I was enjoying the crap out of it playing, you know, and I couldn't say anything, anything to the public. And uh, actually, it's, it's, I would say it's one of my favorite game modes in MWLL. Um, and it's just, it's just one of those things that, um, yeah, you, you've definitely ruined my surprise. I'll walk out like in a raven or do something special and, yeah, everyone knows about it before I want them to. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, guys. Uh, we've got Book of the Month discussion, um, Sword and the Dagger. That's what's going to be next. I know that as far as the list, some list saves before, some list saves after. Well, we're going to be covering Sword and the Dagger next. So the discussion will be May 30th, 2012. And uh, just if you don't get it, uh, or if you don't have it, get it. It's actually an interesting book, and uh, we'll dis- we'll discuss it at that point in time but uh give it a read you've got a month get to it all right guys uh, on to mech of the week it's not just filler this shit is real all right and now this week's mech of the week today's mech of the week is brought to you by the northwind highlanders visit www.northwindhighlanders.net for more information uh today the voting was actually pretty tight. We had to cut it off right before the podcast started. Um, but uh, the Cyclops, it won. What do you want from me? So <laughs> there it is. Um, so anyways, we're going to talk about Cyclops for Mech the Week. And we already have some of our live <laughs> listeners going, damn you, Phil. Um, hey, I didn't pick it. You guys did. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. So let's give a breakdown real quick. It's Cyclops. Um, it's an assault mech. 90 tons, goes a whopping 64.8 kilometers an hour. Um, pretty heavy arsenal, AC-20, LRM-10, two medium lasers, and an SRM-4. Biggest thing I've had with this mech as far as the novels and, well, the novels, is basically the use of it as a command and control mech. And what that means is it's able to hold two pilots, uh, or yeah, actually two pilots, but usually what happens is you have one mech warrior, and then you have a technician, um, a comms tech. 
And what that comms tech does is he relays all the stuff coming from, you know, the multitude of radios and all that and passes it on to the mech warrior so the mech warrior isn't overlo- overloaded. And downloads um, porn in his uh, off time. Yeah. Welcome back, by the way. Thank you. Woohoo! Yeah, our, our listeners... Thank God uh, you're back, Darren, because you're the only one that makes any sense. <laughs> Have not heard that Because you're old. See? Because you're old. That's what uh, they God, say. Age and wisdom. We got two old people together and it's like, you know... Hey, yeah, but... Wait, go back to talking about the, the mech. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. So, uh, it actually, I've used this in the in the tabletop. It's actually a really good mech, I thought. Um, pretty interesting. A lot of armor. The only thing that I never was able to really do was the whole being able to use it as a command mech. But I can definitely understand where it would be useful in MWO. That's basically like having Maverick and Goose in the same cockpit, isn't it? Yeah, but Goose dies. All right. But so did Arena Winston. Um, if you guys don't know, if you haven't read the book, I just Ariana? told you. Whatever, dude. Um, fuck That's you. Whatever. General I'm not Ariana Winston, commanding officer. Uh... <laughs> All right. She died. At, literally, she looks up. The dropships are coming down to help her on Huntress against the smoke jaguars and she dies by a summoner PPC in the face okay literally it happened okay anyways um that sounds a lot of... very violent i don't think that's a good thing <laughs> um violent games actually... create violent kids don't they yeah yeah supposedly <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it <clears throat> yeah but it was actually designed as a heavy assault and command mech obviously a uh, ton of firepower the different variants you can check them out sarna.net um, I've used it. It's a really good mech, but I've never been able to see it as a command mech. And actually, this got me to thinking of MWO. And I know they said they're not going to have two, you know, two people in one mech or whatever. But that would actually be quite interesting, right? I mean, you'd sacrifice an extra mech to have two in one, but the amount of information coming in, you know, you could basically have one guy, you know, handling all of the maps and what's going on, all the the. All that info, while that one would be piloting, I think it'd be really cool. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you can make that uh, work in a video game or uh, or the tabletop, that would be pretty awesome. I mean, it's really just uh, it's there for the the storyline or whatever. Um, I do want to touch on the notable pilots because you did kind of go there. Um, notable pilots that have piloted uh, Cyclops in uh, the storyline have been, as you were mentioning, General Ariana Winston from the, the, that was the commanding officer of the Aridani Light Horse. Also, Captain William Cameron uh, was Jamie Wolf's communications officer with Wolf's Dragoons. Uh, he used a Cyclops to coordinate the legendary Merc unit. And also uh, Captain Jason Cho from Mech Commander 2. He piloted a Cyclops up to the point of perishing in a fatal duel with the player's mercenary forces. And actually, I played the shit out of the Cyclops in uh, Mech Warrior 4. Uh, I actually liked it for that game. The one, the one problem I've had it with it is it's, it's definitely needed an overhaul um, as far as aesthetics. But actually, tabletop, I've used it quite a bit. So it's a brute. I mean, you get you get close range with it, so it's basically like a small version of you know the Atlas being at ninety, but uh, definitely a good thing. It was relatively cheap too, so that helps you out. Can you think of any strengths or weaknesses? I mean, obviously, a strength would be the fact that it's a, it can have two pilots and or two people in the cockpit, so you can multitask. Um, weaknesses? I would say it's two very people in the cockpit. Long range. Yeah, that's right. 
they're busy actually, uh, talking and they get shot up. Paladin, uh, one of our live listeners, said that the, the normal Cyclops doesn't come with dual cockpit in the standard variant. It's basically a custom one. Uh, he said it's a modified 11A. But that being said, I would say the weakness with this one is long range. Yes, it has the LRM-10, but that's that's really all it has. I mean, the medium lasers, if it's if it's a long range battle going on, it's about to get screwed. But I mean, that's that's the thing with the salt mechs, right? You'd have more than just one. But if it's caught in the open by itself, just like with probably any other um, assault mech, it it's, can only hold it's out so long. Bye bye, Cyclops. Yeah. So, can I ask a question? Sure, you can. Just just because I'm ignorant about these things, when you guys are talking about these mechs and and you know how the the durability of them and things like that, you're talking about in the um, uh, the tabletop version, right? You're not, yeah, you're not specifically talking about the, the the video game versions. Well, everything. typically typically we start the base is the tabletop version, classic BattleTech, and that's kind of where we get the stats from. Uh, video games have issues with translating directly from tabletop to video game because a lot of times that doesn't um, translate well. The playability isn't there. So a lot of times the video games have to modify the original stats. Oh, yeah. Um, it's any of the tabletop and, games, yeah. And the novels, you know. I mean, a lot of the description right. of some of these mechs in the novels is amazing and what they're capable of and what they do. And, of course, uh, so we, we try to usually cover all that. Now, I know there's a wiki for the Battletech uh, games. Is there also a wiki for the novels? Mm, no, but that would be great because I've needed the cheat sheets for our uh, book of the month several times. Yeah, so because, somebody needs I mean, to start that. Good, good example. I mean, I think I was telling this to Darren. The only Battletech book I've ever read was the one that was the only one as far as I know that was set on Solaris 7 it's like Illusions of Victory I think is the name of it you know I had no clue what the hell I was reading for most of the book <laughs> well there's actually a few others that deal with Solaris um, uh, we'll be getting into I don't want to ruin it uh, but Justin Allard uh, him being Indian Lo Wang and uh, there's there's other stuff that has to do with uh, that as well so well, I was just curious because I know when you guys were talking about the books, you know, you each seem to like different aspects of the novels. And uh, Darren, like myself, would probably be, you know, he, he, we I agreed with him and he was like, oh, you know, this, uh, these, whenever these certain characters act like pricks, it really bothers him. <laughs> and, but some of you guys were like, yeah, but it's, that's politics. That's government. But that's, you know, that's, that's real. Comstar. Exactly. Yes, you know? Comstar, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I get that. I get, I get what you're saying. It's just kind of funny. Um, Darren and I seem to be way too similar. Um, beards. It's the beards. <laughs> I didn't say anything about your age that time, all right? Just <laughs> on there. All right, good. George, do I have permission? Can I get a comedic question, sir? What? What did you just <laughs> say? Just, you know, you're supposed to ask your elders, right? All right, anyways, community questions. <laughs> uh, we've got, uh, we're going to be doing these first because some of them, you know, uh, we feel that we're going to move it ahead. Um, and that's what we want. We don't want just questions just for MWO. We want it for everything Battletech McCoy related. So obviously, can I we'll ask be... a question? In, in Absolutely. A... Yes. Can 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 one of you guys tell me what it is about this particular mech that it, it, I, I didn't say the name of it yet, but it's like it seems to be 
you know, like the bastard child of all the the mechs, and I don't know that much about mechs, you know, to be honest, but I I get a kick out of this thing. It's the one that's the urban mech. Urban mech. Ah, shit. Why why did, no. I get a a crack laugh out of this thing. I'm going to mute him. I'm going to mute him. I'm going to do it. The reason why is because, you know, it kind of fell into the role for several reasons. First of all, the original artwork it's for Battletech. It's the fucking pony thing, alright? With the Irby. It's the Battletech pony, uh, whatever, the fly. You're talking about the My Little Ponies? Yes, it's the Battletech. With the rainbow my, shooting out yes. their ass? That's what you're talking about? Yes, it is the <laughs> Battletech My Little Pony battle mech, alright? No, dude, dude. Yes. It's gotta be more like, you no. know, like the like the old love bug movies, you know the you know Irby the love bug or Irby no. the love mech. That's what it could be. It doesn't have to be the little bastard, you know. I think battle. it could be the little the little mech that could, you know, the guy climbed up the hill and he he blew the fuck out of an atlas, you know that kind of stuff. Can we fire? Because <laughs> you know, to be honest, it's just no. it's basically because it's so fucking ugly. Um, and it's and it's you know it over the years it's uh become more and more popular to be the one to hate. Um, it's a trash can with legs, essentially, or an R2-D2 or something like that. Yeah, but that's what, I, that's what I love about it, because it completely goes against the convention of all the other mechs. You know, well, I'm actually, expecting, like, Oscar the Grouch to pop out of the thing. Well, and he should, because it's, it's used as a trash can. We actually, we were playing the tabletop with it, Mega Mech, uh, all of us online, our campaign, Darren, remember that? So you didn't and, just uh, have the top of the table sitting on top of the Irby, right? No, that works, too. <laughs> Good idea, though. And yeah, uh, you got to make sure you get the one with the flat top, not the rounded, you know. Um, but uh, we actually, we had two of them on our team, and Alex was in one, our, our you know, Scotsman. <laughs> he died in a ball of fire. Uh, got one shot, and he died. I mean, it didn't, was like, there's no better somebody... way to die in a game, is there? Just a ball of fire. I mean, you don't yeah. want to, you know, die because, you know, you ran out of gas or something. That would be lame. But yeah, yes, so... Right, Actually, guys, the best—the can... the best. I'm sorry, I'm going to interject. The best death I've ever seen uh, with an urban mech was somebody trying to do a death from above with it, and uh, they killed themselves. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love this picture. Someone put up the Irby the Barbarian. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what it is? Is whenever there's that uh, one whatever that gets that's least popular for whatever reason because it's so unpopular it then becomes so popular like people like the underdog and so that's the the phenomenon with the the urban mech look as long as it can hold my pizza and my beer uh, it's good so we got to be moving on guys so we got the community questions uh we've got raven and he has maybe you could clarify what has been going on between paul prosperity park and nub nub it seems like they've all trolled themselves into confusion. So they've they've trolled themselves into the state that I'm basically always in. You know, when you get some of these guys' prosperities here, he said, "There's nothing happening. These aren't the dro- these aren't the droids you're looking for." Move along. Actually, to be honest, I haven't been following them because I've been working my ass off. So, Brandon, have you guys been? What, what's been going on? Actually, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. So, I think pretty much. We, Wait a minute, is this some forum stuff? Yeah, it's yes. uh, well, yeah, and some yeah. of them are actually here, so you know, they're all they're all anyways. I think that was uh we read the question, but as far as My what... hats off to the pansy boys in the forums. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Alright, so we're gonna move on to that because I don't there's there's no question in there. It's well, just I mean, it comes down to the fact that everything's gotten sorted out. I mean, if you probably asked this question last week, there would probably be more to it because they're still kind of going at each other. 
but right now, just kind of, eh. I'm just saying. Anyways, uh, we got the next question. is <laughs> James Smith. Um, he says, what's happening with Mech Tech's Assault Tech? Um, and is it on hiatus? Is it still being worked on? Now, I'd like to know the answer to this too, actually. I can't say a whole lot. I do know, um, and me and Darren have said that they will be on NGNG and one of the future podcasts in the near recent future. Um, the shit is happening, as uh, one of our live audience members says. It's um, near recent. Of... Is that like future and past? Well, we, we, we mentioned it. Doctor Who now? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Get into the blue phone with whatever the hell that thing's called. So the uh, blue Irby. That's right. <laughs> Um, basically, okay, so now we've been saying we're going to have George on the show for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, here is proof that what we're saying actually does eventually happen. Um, Randall will be, he is scheduled for the for next week's show, and um, White Feather or somebody else from Mech Tech will be on the show uh, within weeks. So your Mech Tech questions will be answered. Yes, and prepare to be blown away even more. The stuff they showed at GDC was pretty epic, and I can't wait to see what they, they come up, you know, they release. Well, to, so. to be honest, I'd like to know what the hell is going on. Be, be, here's the reason. I, I've been following all these things, of course, recently, you know, looking at all the different websites, uh, mostly because of the MechWarrior Online thing coming up. But I'm, I get confused because MechWarrior Online... Is, you know, they supposedly own this license to the, well, the mech stuff. Is that correct? The <laughs> clarification is... Welcome um, to the land of confusion. The ele- no, the electronic rights of MechWare Battletech is... Owned, Battletech in general, MechWare, is owned by Microsoft. Okay? Yes. Now, that. the tabletop, obviously, is owned by Tops. And basically what happened is Smith & Tinker... Um, purchased the those are the guys rights. that made that really fancy cinematic no that was piranha no that was wrong now smith and tinker um bought the license the electronic license and igp um it's basically it trickles down from there um and so what mech tech is doing is they're working with nick Propwash smith to create a new game for the pods now other than that I can't comment and on top of that I don't really know a whole lot past that but I do know they'll have some future stuff for us and I'm actually looking pretty forward to it because they had some pretty amazing technologies Darren talked about they really have okay. some cutting, cutting edge I, I understand now because I was I was reading them saying something you know well, you know they're going to own the local uh, game when I'm thinking well the local that must mean they own it you know like you're saying these pod things I've never seen one but I, I know what you're talking yeah about. that's if you go to an arcade or something like that basically there's like five six different mech warrior battle related projects coming out right now um, all of which I think could do with a with a nice dose of Duncan Fisher but that's just my own personal yeah opinion. just throwing that out there so all right we've got Matt K well, anything says... gets some money all <laughs> <laughs> no, right uh, anything uh, can anything be done to get the podcast out sooner to the vo- to those of us that cannot attend the live one and he says I understand there's a fair bit of editing that must be done three plus days is a long way for such things as myself who are at a 16 time hour difference cannot listen in well, I, I know you want to comment Darren first off we tried to get the podcast out within at least three days 
last week because of our switching of well our host our host basically turned everything off without informing darren and was kind of. doing some work so ba- basically we... here's the deal yes it can be done quicker um it, and i have done it quicker the the problem is um that you know we all have our day jobs and right now we're not doing this to make money so um because we're not at that level yet if we ever get there um so there's the normal day-to-day life gets in the way type thing but this last week was an extreme in that uh we had some major hosting issues and network issues so um that was kind of beyond our control uh waiting a week is a lot i know um so we're doing our best and we will get these things out to you as quickly as we can and we'll try and do better yeah it's one of those things we you know ultimately the live audience is sort of one of those things where we're working on improving and actually that was one of the reasons the our site and the podcast um, our little flash player was actually messed up because adam our web guru behind the scenes was actually working with uh our, our steven um part of the ngng crew and Not your steven our steven yeah and working on getting it so that future stuff listening and all that you won't have to be on ts3 you can just go to the website itself and all that fun stuff so just be patient we appreciate it and uh yeah moving on you, and, and also your donations help towards that cause Yep. Yeah, because, you know, if they're paying for it, then they can complain. If they're That's not, right. then they can screw off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we like having the demand, but uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I just worked uh, this past week. I've done 75 hours, so uh, my time is very limited. So all the work, unfortunately, falls onto Darren and a few of the others. So I would like to thank you guys for doing that because, uh, yeah. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Patricia Fox, <laughs> as have has there been any further discussions regarding the use of joysticks or other peripherals? Lastly, any thoughts about adding podcast notes after the show gets posted? Um, yeah, we've actually been doing that. Uh, Darren's been doing that. Posts up so it gives a breakdown of when stuff is and whatnot. The notes and feedback actually comes from you guys. So just throwing that out there. I was going to say, as far as joysticks, what I've understood is they were going to be including joystick support and on top of that have there not been a few hints towards like what concept and drawings what type of stuff they're using and all that fun stuff yeah um there yeah they they did make comments that there will be support for that i guess that you know there hasn't been any news regarding that lately but uh i'm assuming i mean it would be kind of crazy for them not to and they also said, just wait for other technologies, uh, such as right. the whole, um, what is that uh, thing that basically tracks you, so if you look left, you, you know, right. all that fun stuff. Um, the thingy with the stuff. Yeah, track IR. Yeah, track IR, not to mention your joystick. I do know, like, the, the SciTech, you know, what was it, the X56 or something like that? Um, the one where, well, I, didn't Oldboy hey, have it? As long as my Thrustmaster works, I don't care about anybody else. Yeah, it was the X fifty. That's what we all worry about, Darren. I know. As we get older, blue pills. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The little blue pill does amazing things. So obviously, um, I'm actually pretty excited. I, I've grown accustomed to the mouse and keyboard. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about the same blue pills? <laughs> yes. Minor for constipation. Oh. <laughs> constipation oh. joystick. I don't know how that all ties in, but sure. Sure. I never know what I'm talking about. It's the, it's the medication. <laughs> so, uh, oh Patricia, gosh. as far as the, the show notes go, 
Um, at this point, what I'm posting now is going to be the extent of it, and that was thanks to um, somebody at the actually at the MWO. One of the MWO devs uh, asked for basically the, the the timing breakdown is for all the segments. But beyond that, I'm probably not going to get any more in depth with the show notes until maybe somewhere down the road when we have more help or more time or whatever. Yeah, um, to where Darren's working full time, and yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'm going to open up the community questions to our live studio audience. Deathman, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, the question I have is, this goes for all of you NGNG hosts. Uh, what is your most memorable battle mech fight? Uh, in the tabletop specifically, a video game or anything? Anything. Oh, man. I'll, I'll tell you, the first thing that pops in my head was actually MechWarrior 4. Um, I don't know who we were fighting or what but it was on uh, dust bowl and i was in a um timberwolf and uh it was like 7v7 i have a screenshot somewhere i'll have to get it and post it but basically my whole team got wiped out and i was the only one left and it was me versus like five or six guys and i basically used the hills remember those hills you could go up in and you could like get all crazy and stuff I, was, I went passive and just ran around and I killed every single one. I'm, I'm not a joke. Like, I got a screenshot. The whole team was going crazy. On uh, we used Ventrilo, and it was probably far the the most epic uh, moment I've had as, as you know MechWarrior. So you animal. My uh, my most memorable moment. Um, that's kind of tough. I, probably it's going to have to do with uh, when we were Clan Wolf in Exile playing mwll a lot uh this especially the the smoke jaguar tournament um some really great moments from that tourney um but probably the the moment that stands out the most and i had the most fun with it was uh i think we actually talked about it last week or the week before that that uh fight with 12th vr and uh on what was that map are you talking about marshes yeah the marshes i mean that was such a fun and uh hilarious time yeah and it i know someone was actually asking us on our youtube channel like which one it was it's on there it's like the marshes versus 12 v 12 uh 12th vr i can check just to make sure it's up there but oh my god we got uh that second battle on marshes we got face right <laughs> totally Patrick, you why, do, why do you sound so happy about that phil because <laughs> it was glorious when you have like 400 mrms coming at you it's just like... have you have you ever been face raped phil <laughs> no don't don't tell me we'll pictures are we'll go now. back to the two guys in the cockpit again i don't want to hear it <laughs> <laughs> well i had a sidekick and uh all right what about you, all right Death Man, thank you for your question oh man i don't speak what's what's this um i'm, I'm sorry no you can answer the question Fine. No, no, we're going to the next one. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> no. Um, probably my most memorable one of recent, I would say, would be playing MechWarrior Living Legends with my good friend Belric and just picking the lightest mech possible and going Atlas hunting. The Atlas nice. Hunter. The, I think there's a group. Aren't they called the Atlas Hunters? Yeah. If uh, not, there Iron should Hawk. be. Yeah, yeah. That, it's, yeah. <laughs> I think that's our main objective. <laughs> All right, I'll do uh, two more questions real quick. Evernai, go ahead and unmute. Evening, guys. Hello, Evernai. What's your question? What's up, bud? Um, it's actually one that I saw from Prosperity po- um, Post before, and I'm kind of inter- interested in it myself. Um, George, did you actually write all the lines, write any of the lines for the MetWarrior 
for stuff or was it all scripted oh dude i wish i could say i wrote those lines uh well at least some of them some of them were some of them were ridiculous but um no man they had a they had a guy who was the game designer uh of mech warrior 4 um at least for the solaris section and he wrote all the all the uh the actual lines that are in the game <clears throat> because the whole thing of course was scripted it has to be uh if if i was a, a live broadcaster that would be pretty quiet <laughs> but but anyway um yeah it, it was it was a single writer but then as i was talking to these guys off air the sound engineer at the at the place is also so damn funny and he's still funny um but he he was just amazing we would we would be salt laughing so much that what should have taken like a half hour recording session would turn into two hours um but it was the best absolutely the best any drinking involved oh no 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 <laughs> no 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 it's serious business i know it sounds yeah, like know, we're having a hell of a good time but no no drinking. especially when you listen to those blooper reels. I, I only i'd only you know go and start drinking when i got home because <laughs> i'm thinking what the hell am i doing <laughs> all, right, all right good question thank you every all right, next question goes to uh, Jareth. How are you guys hearing me? Hey, how you doing, Jareth? Okay, hi, I'm fine. Um, I just want to say hi to George and hi to everybody that came out. Um, hey, Jareth. My thing is just basically I'm in love with the clans, and I just want to know why is it that they can't have two separate universes? Because from the clan invasion was actually a clash of two cultures. And just like how we are separated on the forums, where they have the house fanatics, those guys go up in their section, and we have our section. Why we can't, you know, when they launch, have the sphere and have the clans, and then at the date of invasion, the two worlds collide, and it becomes the epic clash of two different, you know, cultures that we, we grew to love in the books from you know, reading the novels and watching the animated cartoon. Thanks. All right, Jared, thank you for your question. If you want to go ahead and mute back up, we'll answer that. Um, so my, right off the bat, my answer would be because, because of the timeline when they're launching the game, it's pre-Clan War Invasion, even though it's super close. Um, but since, uh, Phil, since you're a clan lover... I'll, I'll, well, I'll tell you the exact reason probably they're doing it, the main reason. It would just be content creation. Um, yeah, I was just going to say that. From a, from a game standpoint, I know in a perfect world, they would release and that have every single mech and everything just boom right there. So I think what's going to happen, and they've clearly stated players will be able to play clan. Unfortunately, I mean, it's just how the game is, right? I mean, would we want to wait another year or two to make sure everything was out? So I think what's going to happen is they'll release. It'll be core gameplay, like they said, and everything's just going to be built on upon that. And so... I, I think it's a great question, actually, because I think it'd be really cool to have the Wardens and Crusaders fight and, you know, have all that stuff going on on the side. Um, but ultimately, the, their game model, um, I think, is to release a core gameplay, start getting things out, progress the timeline, start introducing new mechs, you know, stuff like that. And then, boom, the clans, what I'm interested in is how they're going to handle that and say, oh, well, hey... For those of you who want to switch, you can switch now and blah, blah, blah. So um, from the RP standpoint, it'll be interesting how people hand that. Well, you know, if the game if the game becomes really popular, and it's, there's a chance it could, you never know. <laughs> but um, if it becomes really popular, I would bet 
that that's part of a long-range plan. I would be really surprised because I've worked for enough game companies to know you know how they think and stuff. Um, and hey, if you guys make it popular enough, it'll eventually get to when Duncan Fisher is announcing. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And of, course, of course, I might be dead by then, but someone can imitate me. No, no, me. no. <laughs> yeah, and look at the clans in general, um, depending on the timeline. They, they, you know, they, they do attack each other. I mean, the clans handle things in combat and blah, blah, blah. As far as will they let the clans be able to do that i don't know um i can definitely understand if they sort of and i know this word sounds bad but shoehorn uh the storyline in a general direction problem with that because of you know um how things was written already but they've also said that there may be a possibility for the players sort of to tell the story so it'll be really interesting and i think that's an emphasis that we'll cover in another topic actually in a few minutes yeah, you know, with all the interviews I've done with these guys, um, Piranha and uh, Acronym for, for MWO and, and Tactics, when you ask these kind of um, gray area questions, you can see or you can hear that the devs want to say more. Um, and the gist of what I always get is, basically, if these games are successful, we're, we're going to see more content. We're going to see it go in different directions. We're going to see some of the stuff that we would really like to see, but they can't commit to right now. You know, I think if we make these games a success if we, and, and the player base and, and they're making their money, then they're just going to want to put in more content that we want. And most of the people that play MechWarrior, Battletech, whatever, love the clans. So um, I would just say cross your fingers. I know I am. All right, George. Um, totally enjoyed it. Uh, amazing. It was it's crazy that you're on here talking to us and we're recording live. Well, you look, know, guys, don't forget, you know, um, I'm talking to the studio audience now. Hi, everybody. No, listen. Um, these guys want some announcements for their show, but we need to come up with something funny because none of us are really that funny. So <laughs> you need right. to send them some good taglines or something like that for Duncan Fisher to say. That yeah, you know, I've said that before. I think that's a deal. If any of you are comedians, if you've got a talent for writing lines, I mean, I, I, I have been trying to do this for the last four or five days, trying to come up with lines, and every time, you know, I'm just scratching them out, just thinking that's stupid. Um, so, you heard it here, folks. Darren is very trying. <laughs> I'm very trying. <laughs> Phil already knows that. So, yes, please uh, send in your suggestions, and maybe uh, you'll hear it on the show. No All guts, right. no galaxy. Loud, proud, and well-endowed. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh that is my. awesome <laughs> you can do oh, it like great. George Takei oh my oh, yeah. oh my <laughs> alright George All right, I'm going to sign off here it. yep thank you very much George for coming on here oh you guys are welcome so coming to you from Solaris this is Duncan Fisher saying have a good night good night buddy. George thank you buddy alright guys moving on to MechWare Online and by the way that was fucking awesome um hell yeah so one of the things I actually saw this at work was uh, the um, it was funny. Brandon posted it, and then Greg posted it, and then I think some other person tried posting it, and it was the game writer um, game radar article um, about the in-game screenshots of the catapult, and not just the catapult, two different variants of the catapult. Okay, beautiful. I mean, this was. Uh... God, I can't wait for this game to come out. I'm going to play a catapult. Um, amazing, amazing in-game in screens, yeah? Yeah. Completely um, agree. And so 
to everyone's, you know, obviously you've got the regular uh, variant TLR and 15s medium laser, uh, but you also have the K2. Yes, that is the PPC version of the catapult. I love it. I think it looks pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, obviously it's got it jump jetting once. And one of the things I really enjoy is the foot mechanics and IK and all that. You'll notice like the, the feet and legs. If one side of the like, terrain is higher in the leg, you know, bends and all that, but the toes and stuff. Um, just sexy. I mean, what else is there? Did I you love the... the dirt effects from the jump jet pitcher. Oh, yeah. Right underneath it. Beautiful. The dust cloud. But did you notice the missile bay doors open up when you shoot? That's interesting. Yes, yes. It's very, very cool. So um, I saw this at work. Yeah, I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then uh, this Wednesday was a little bit different than uh, normal. Um, Piranha Games has actually switched it up. Uh, they have it looking ahead at May, and there's a new format of information, no longer what they were doing before. And this is the breakdown. We've got the screenshots of the weeks. Um, we've got fan-led question and answers weekly reviews of progress, wallpapers, and a newsletter, and, of course, more mechs. Um, With, you know, the S in brackets, so maybe more than one. I'm happy with this change, to be honest. See, now, they totally get us trained every Wednesday and run to our computer, and now they're totally uh, throwing us for a loop. Well, instead of everything at once, you know, in these little bits, you know, why not just spread it out? And plus, I think it'll actually be more content than just the the one, you know, weekly boom, here you go. I'm actually interested in everything. The, the reviews of progress, I'm interested in that. The wallpapers, I want to see more mechs. I want to see more stuff. Um, so just throwing that out there. We've got a new picture today that was released, and it's of uh, in-game... Uh, it's an in-game screenshot taken of their um, testing, and uh, the mech the player is in is a Jenner, um, the 7F, and he's targeting a 7D, and you can see that it's Test Lab 05. That's the name of that particular uh, computer and login. You see also on his friend's side is an Atlas and another Jenner, and there's a enemy catapult off to the left. Does anybody else notice the I'm running so not KPH that the screen is blurry? <laughs> yes, dude. I mean, this is this feels like you're. Uh, I just can't wait. Yeah. Just can't wait. And that catapult's about to be screwed because the missile bays aren't even popped open, so it's <laughs> totally like yeah. He's looking um, at the porn that the guy in the Cyclops downloaded earlier. Yeah, and notice the map. That's the one thing. Look down at the the picture. It's got obviously broken down into the the grid squares, H3, H4, H5, G4, and all that stuff. Top-down view of the map right there. Uh, You'll notice that it does give you more information, but when you look at that, you're also taking your eyes off, um, you know, what's going on. The action, which is what the catapult is doing. He's sitting there staring at his map. (laughs) My question is, what's the uh, dotted line there with the arrow? Is that just what you're looking at? That's or? the direction that you're, yeah, that your torso is facing. I'm assuming, on the mini map he's talking about. Then again, it could also be the um, commander giving orders, right? Because I mean, if you have a commander pinpointing waypoints, then mm, I think there's the general direction that your mech is facing. Then there's the, fi- the direction that your torso is facing. That's what I think that is. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, so, anyways, for our listeners out there. Uh, give us your feedback. Let us know what you thought. I think it's really cool. Um, and so, anyways, new new format. 
Um, a quick update from Facebook. Uh, they basically said they were moving away from Wednesday's release and obviously uh, different days of the week. So there's nothing Of course, new. the update today and then supposedly tomorrow. an update tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, so we're going to move on to interesting forum post by the staff. We've got Paul, and he says, you will be in the game this summer. This is the only official announcement we've made. The only people playing it besides ourselves is close friends and family of PGI. This will expand as we move into the closed beta, and then we go crazy, go nuts in open beta. So I have to say, this this uh, made me happy. I was a little bit bummed, you know, with the, the friends and family thing that we weren't included, and um, I do hope and feel like we will probably beta. Well, way to blow it now, jackass. I know, huh? Now they're like, fuck <laughs> that, man. All our scheming and planning for the past six months and, and just out the and, window. Yeah, all the screenshots of... Never mind. Um, all those times Phil had to get on his knees and... Oh. Hey, man. Just saying. All right, guys. But, uh, Brian Ekman. Besides yeah. that, we, that, this is the uh, first time they actually talk about the closed beta outside the friends and family, saying that there is going to be one. So we will be in this game this summer. And guess what, guys? Summer's right around the fucking corner. Summer's here. Screw you, dude. It was 90, like, 3 degrees today. So one of the next questions, um, and actually this is a big topic, and this will probably be the, Huge. the majority of the next. Oh, so boy, here we go. Brian Ekman <laughs> posted a yeah, shitstorm. Everybody, Paul, deep Paul breath. Are, Paul, shitstorm incoming. <laughs> Paul, have you braced yourself? Sit down, sir. Don't worry, it'll be all right. Um, Brian Ekman said, players will not be able to claim canon units as their own. When it comes to mercenary units, corps, companies, these names will not only be available, will not be available during MC creation. Trying to circumvent the naming system will result in the Merc Corp being renamed denied. Faction units are being, anyways, read this. Basically, the gist is... You can't name yourself the, well, the the light gray Death Legion or something like that, look, dark gray? I don't know why, what the big deal, big stink is on the forums. We knew this was coming. They clearly stated this early on. And I think they're, they have to make a stance somewhere. They have to because they'll have 50 different gray Death Legions with different spellings and, you know, asterisks and freaking dollar signs, blah, 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 all this in it. My question is... Why do you they not just make those canon units faction units? So therefore, they're not controlled by the players per se. You know, just just do that. It circumvents all the issues and people. They can still be the Great Death Legion, and you can open up the you know the the X Regiment here and the blah 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 here. Somebody's saying that they said they might do that later on in the thread. I didn't read that myself, but uh, yeah, you know, um, I mean that's why we called ourselves the Aces uh, as much as I love the the Kellhounds or or Wolf's Dragoons or whatever um, wasn't a big surprise to me, but I knew it was going to be a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people and why, a lot of though? people that I like. Why? I mean, and I think this is um, the question we had from uh, the gentleman. Uh, was it Jareth? Is that correct? I, I don't I don't see him. He might have bounced out or got disconnected. But uh, yeah, there he is, Jareth. He had a. I don't know if you really took this out of his question, but. There's some unique perspectives to Battletech and how, you know, I think that they want you to experience your own experience, you know, write your own history, you know, uh, build that Merc unit and, and, 
and be able to contribute to. And I've always thought, and I, I think we said this, that maybe some like con a contest of some sort of of a unit unit doing really well actually being written in a future battle tech novel or something like that i thought that would be really neat and i don't think people have really thought about that is there there has to be limitations you you have to do it i mean because you guys are all trolls deep down in heart every player in here and myself included the, the internet just spawns someone will abuse something to the fact and it's just the way it is so there has to be rules there has to be guidelines point blank and it, this wasn't a, a, a oh my god they they just announced this are they serious they did this they said that to the effect a long time ago how about this how about we ask one person in the audience one person to to you know just basically their opinion about it how about how about let's ask ask anthony what? because we, we need to give him a shout out anyway. shimmering sword go ahead and yes. uh, unmute your mic so what is your take on this, uh, Anthony? Um, I think it's reasonable. Um, I saw some people saying they'd like to be just a part of the units and not guide the units. That I guess that's what you'll get in the future. But, uh, yeah, definitely don't want people stealing canon merc units and then doing non-canon things with them. Yeah, you don't want to see people doing naughty things with those beloved merc units. But yeah, I think they definitely need to bring them in, like you said, in the same way they're going to handle factions, because, you know, it's MechWare online mercenaries. People are going to want to play the canon mercenary units. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's get a rebuttal. Let's get somebody from the other side. All right, is, is there anybody out there? Give us a triple X or something in our, in our chat, because, all right, we've all right. got... It's we World War II Ogre, I believe. No, no, it's We Ogre. <laughs> That's what I call him. All right, We Ogre, are you there? He can uh, tell us what his name is. Okay, first thing, name. How do you pronounce it? It's World War II Ogre. Yeah, I Shit. told you. No, it's We Ogre. It's so much better. Yeah, you can go play with your We after the show. <laughs> oh, it's so, going on, Ogre. So, Ogre, what's your, uh, what's your take? Well, I, along with the whole units of the Northwind Highlanders have always said we didn't want to be the Northwind Highlanders. We just wanted to be part of the Northwind Highlanders. We don't want control of it, and I think uh, PGI could have taken that route instead and allowed people to become parts of the units like they did in MechWarrior 4. You became a subcontracted company working for that big unit. You were never considered the big unit yourself, and that's two drinks. <laughs> okay, two shades there. Well, and, and I agree. Um, I think, and I think that's what they're going to have to do. And why not? Because they're allowing people to be the clans. I think the big stink is people don't realize, give it time. Um, yeah, that's exactly it's, what I was It's going to happen. Uh, I really think know. a lot of these things that we want that aren't at launch um, have great potential to be in later in the game based on the success. Yeah, as far as the name thing goes, I think probably, if you're talking the major mercenary units, probably making them factions would help a lot more. Um, so you're not specifically being the unit themselves, but you are contracted under it, such as World War II Ogre had uh, stated. Yeah, I mean, basically, you can't, you know, you can't taint the the, the name of the the Merc unit that we all know and love, but you can still be a part of it. Um, 
I agree with that. I think if they could work that into the game, that would be wonderful. And I think that's a good answer for uh, making everybody happy. But I guess in the end, we're just going to see what uh, Piranha decides to do. It's their game. It's their sandbox. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing you could really do, because, I mean, we're still working with variables and everything like that here. But um, what you could do is do something like uh, the, the first GDL company. And then if one that fills up, because if there's a limit on how many people you can have in the clan or a mercenary unit, uh, as soon as you fill up, get someone to go and start the second GDL company, and then go for it. Well, I think it'll just be unlimited ranks as far as who's where and whatnot, but just give it time. I have a feeling that's what they're going to do, but I understand their perspective of create your own legacy, you know, basically create something that's never been done, write your own, you know, battles, write your own history in the Battletech universe, but on the flip side... You're talking about some people that have literally been, you know, sort of hold dear to what some of these units, you know, you know, stand up for. And again, you know, Battletech represents everyone in some way or shape and form. And I think I think it would be at their loss if they didn't, you know, grab that by the horns and, and allow the players to be able to do that. And so uh, they always listen to feedback. So, yeah, know. that's what I was going to say. A good way to end this is their stance. This is our launch point of view. As always, we listen to your feedback and ways to improve the system. So, you know, let's just keep talking about it and hope that uh, it comes out to a solution that we all can agree on. All right, we're moving on to another post by Brian. He said, since clans are factions and not player ran at launch, there's another hint, this would fall under faction unit rules. Players can earn the privilege to be a member by earning loyalty points and performing certain feats and actions. So, that's actually interesting. I did not know that. And so, that goes to show you that there it won't just be like, oh, well, here you go. You can join the clans. You know, like, maybe you have to meet a certain requirement and do something, feats, actions, just like they said. So, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, you know, this is the, the beauty of a free-to-play game that's going to be constantly updated. Who knows where this is going to be a year or two or three after launch. Um, let's see. We got the next. Um, who? This is a big thread. Uh, basically, says for unit creation, um, there will be two uh, two fields: a full name and a short name. So basically, your unit name and tags, and both have to pass a set naming criteria and filters. Good. It has to be done. All you trolls out there, whatever. Um, so, like BWC would be denied because it's too short. Um, an example would be black diamond, uh, black diamond something. Well, what was this, Brandon? It'll be actually interesting because you know people are going to try to circumvent it. And, well, what uh, are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, aces. Aces you know and aces for. for our short tag. No, you know what it stands for. <laughs> yes, I do. Everyone does. All right. So, MechWare Tactics. We actually had a post, and it's by uh, M Regina from IGP and they ask what do you want to know about the game go over to the farms post that obviously um, Brandon I, uh, I mean Darren will have to contact our contact to find out contact maybe some contact. more info you know so we'll yeah. try to get some more info well I've already sent out an email and I'm trying to set up somebody from uh, acronym to be on the show soon so I mean, we only do this once a week. I got Randall. I got uh, Mega coming up. I'll probably try and get Tactics after that, and then uh, from Prana after that. So we'll just see. And we've got developer. Uh, he basically put. I'm not even going to try his name. Screw you guys. I Clorox. Um, 
Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> whose last name is that, really? And he says, what game modes, mission types, objectives would you guys love to see in MechWarrior Tactics? Again, I'm actually really excited about this because of my new iPhone, I'll be able to uh, play it you know, when I'm at work. And if there's anybody listening right now, I do not work at wherever. So, All right, Homer. To, I'm just saying. Um, so what kind of game modes you know would you guys want to do like i think it'd be really cool to like i don't know um do other stuff other than just like destroy all mechs you know uh like deathmatch yeah i mean there's obviously like there's some kind of terrain control territory control um boy capture the flag run in there with your uh jenner grab the flag and run how how long can you hold on to the flag before you get the hell up so yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, you got other stuff. Capture flags, hold the fort, uh, seek and destroy. I thought maybe like escort missions. How about if there's dynamic, uh, like weather conditions too? Like you know, next thing you know, you you can see them on the map. Next thing you know, you can't. And there there's stuff like that that throws you know like some literal loopholes. fog of war. Yeah, you know, like screw you know, just anyways. Um, yeah, I think that would be really cool. So. Get your questions in. They need your feedback. They're wanting your feedback. They're literally asking for your feedback. Yeah, this okay, here's the difference between somebody that's actually part of the community and wants to make these projects better and a troll. Trolls to sit around complaining about this shit. Um, let's you know, these people are asking for feedback. Let's give them feedback. If we don't give them feedback and then just complain about that they didn't do this or they didn't do that, then we're not a part of a solution. We are part of the problem. Indeed. Alright guys, MechWarrior Living Legends. There's actually a cool um, fan trailer by Varden. Uh, the link, I will post it for those in the live audience. Um, it was, I thought it was pretty cool. I enjoyed not, it. Not yep. as cool, in my opinion, as our WIE, because I'm biased. But You, you like the sound of your own voice? Whatever, guys. Hold. Whatever. Hold. Shoot. Wait. And jump. Fire. Yep. I was actually... That's that's how I got on the team. So whatever, it worked. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, all right, guys. So uh, on to MechWare Tap. Wait, didn't Man, you I'm... get a didn't you get a PM from Lear? No, no, no. That was, that was last week. All right, never mind. No, but basically to expect really really good things. Actually, I was talking to Vlad. The dude's working his ass off. I can't mention anything. Uh, obviously, you guys already know the assets that were broadcasted. Um, I actually got to play the Storm Crow. Um, so. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, I, Do you tell, uh, bit? Well. You can't? Yeah, well, I mean, it was it was awesome. The animations are great. The uh, Was it a trip getting into something that you designed? <laughs> yeah, it was. I was like, it spawns right in front of me, and I was like, oh, it's oh. fine. I created it. Um, I got to, well, I got to try out all the other stuff, too, but that was really cool, of course. But, um, right. yeah, man, uh, the... I will. Uh, I, well, I can't mention something that was really cool, but basically, stay tuned. Some cool stuff coming out, and they're they're working their ass off. So, props to the MWL team. Now get back to work. Now, um, tactical command, no updates. Um, yeah. So, you know, like I said before, hopefully it's just because they're super busy at work or whatever. Um, but as soon as we get any news, we'll post it. All I know is that I'll be buying it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how you said for that you didn't get this iPhone for the specific I reasons, didn't. but you, 
<laughs> it just saying. so happened that this yeah. game was in development, and I knew all about it. it tell yourself whatever pure... you need to tell yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out there. Uh, Slayer Salt Tech, obviously, uh, what we were talking about earlier, uh, White Feather and or another representative, or multiples. Ooh. Part A, even so. Duncan Fisher wants to know about Mech Tech. Hell yeah. Um, do, we, do we have this part? Are we doing this tonight? Um, well, it's just let's just put out a reminder. We've got the uh, oh, Art yeah. and Fiction Contest 2 is up. Here's the deal. We don't have a good link on our website for it, so you kind of have to scroll back and find the post that um, that explains the, the contest. But I will be putting up a, a, a specific page that will be in the main menu for the contest. You'll be able to see the rules and what's required and so forth. Um, we, You know, here's the deal. It's If you're halfway talented, you're going to have a really good chance of winning don't have a lot of submissions yet so get your submissions in there we love i can't tell you enough how much we love to see uh community created content um i mean seriously i think uh phil probably um has some private time uh more to mech related artwork than than porn so um seriously get this stuff into us we are dying to see it and and no you're no really I, i i have a problem I know you do, and there are twelve-step <laughs> programs for that. But um, if you are halfway decent, you got a really damn good chance of winning. We got a lot of prizes, so uh, check out the info. Look on our website. Um, I'll have it up there in the menu, and uh, yeah, get your submissions in. We want to see it bad, and we'll make sure to get that link up and running for you guys. So again, I'd like to throw out there: give us a like on Facebook. Um, actually, oh, we are so close to five hundred. I think yes. we're like four six now or something. Yeah, yeah. So might be able to uh, you know do something about that too so again if you're listening right now and can go give us a like give us your feedback it's another way for you to give us you know some info about what you like or don't like about the show so there you have it and obviously the first thing i want to say before we close on out here is thank you so much we've literally had over a hundred people in this damn channel earlier what, which, what by did the it way, uh, I don't know. Uh, the highest number we got written down here is a 104. Yeah, I saw 103. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I just want to say again to everybody in the live audience, thank you. And um, I really enjoyed the live studio audience uh, um, interaction with us today. So look for in coming episodes. Yeah, most definitely. And on top of that as well, we do appreciate your patience. <laughs> The people listening to this later on are going to be like, what are you talking about? No, no. We had we had some major difficulties and just happens, you know, ISPs, you can't control them. Real life, you know, all that fun shit. We're so, we're so excited to get George Ledoux into the show finally, and then everything just fucks up. And so, uh, anyway, first Robinson Rangers. Holy shit. Or what, huh? I, I mean, they're going to... They have they have like thirty plus guys in here right now. Yeah, that that's a good that's uh, a, a good ending shout out to the first R. Uh, you guys are blowing my mind. I'm just you know what? Don't worry, we'll just take five urban mechs and wipe them all out. You know, place <laughs> that's right. The urban, <laughs> so, the urban mech wolf pack. Yeah, wolf Doom. pack, wolf pack, oh urby. So, all right, guys. It's been an awesome show. I'd like to thank everyone, our community, and definitely our staff members, Adam and Steven, working on the background, and hopefully we'll have all this straightened out. So it'll make it a little bit easier to tune in next time. So this has been your local DMECWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Philip. This is Darren. 
This is Brandon, also known as Catrick Hale. Until next time, Mech Warriors. Coming to you from Solaris, this is Duncan Fisher saying, have a good night. You wanted you high